listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm Casey Foreman. From the NBA to the NFL, I'll be giving you the most recent and up-to-date news in the world of sports. You can listen live every Monday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time at SIUEWebRadio.com or on the TuneIn Radio app and every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, guys? You're listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host, Tanner File. Tanner, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. Uh, a little sad that we don't have any more college basketball, but we're still good. Okay, well, I'm good to hear, you know, good good to hear you're doing well. But yes, I agree. A little upsetting. The, the tournament is now over. We've been pretty invested in the tournament. I feel like we got to start the show today talking about what happened but on, on just Monday night. Baylor ending what could have been the perfect season for Gonzaga. So many people I feel like talking about what could have been talking about Gonzaga's season. Tanner, let's talk a little bit a, a little bit about Baylor, okay, and, and how they took down Gonzaga. Okay, talk about them taking down and, and, and ruining, if you will, that perfect streak, that the, the perfect season. Then uh, to follow that up, Tanner and I really haven't, haven't had a chance to break this down yet. It happened just before the live show on Monday, so didn't, didn't uh, get a chance to break it down on Monday either. But Tanner and I want to talk about Sam Darnold, former Jets QB, traded to the Carolina Panthers. Panthers we want to take a look at it from both sides what is Carolina getting in Sam Darnold and and what are the Jets options now with that number two pick now obviously going to take a quarterback we know what quarterback though will they be selecting Tanner and I want to break that down in the first half of the show today and then after that we're going to talk about this atrocious list that ESPN (laughs) just put out of the top 25 NBA players under the age of 25 uh, it's pretty bad everywhere. So me and Casey are going to have a few things to say about it. And then we're going to wrap up the show talking my Milwaukee Bucks. They just extended Drew Holiday. See if that improves their title chances. If it is a good long-term move. And they're playing the Warriors right now. Casey's Warriors. So <laughs> there's probably going to be some smack talk at the end of it by one of us. Casey's Warriors, yeah, all right, yeah, yes, they are, yes, they are my Warriors. To be fair, I will, I will claim them as my own. But uh, Warriors and Bucks playing as we speak, like Tanner said, we'll break it down. Hopefully, hopefully, it's a little bit closer than the uh, last time I checked the score. We'll see though. Yeah, at the end of the show though, we'll, we'll break it down. Maybe a little bit of smack talk, like Tanner said. Make sure you stick around for the entire thing. But like we said earlier, let's start out with the big game on Monday night. Baylor stops the perfect season for Gonzaga. Tanner, you said you were upset, you know, for the season ending. Let's open it with you. What what are your first thoughts? What are your thoughts now? We've had about a day now to think about it, about Baylor taking down Gonzaga, being national champions as well, right? National champs. Congrats. Yeah, it was unexpected. Um, People love to say that it's because Gonzaga plays in a soft conference. They didn't play anybody all year. That's why they run but they're a good team. I didn't expect them to just come out and just get slapped in the mouth like they did from Baylor. Flat. Yeah, you know? just from the from the jump, it was 9-0, and then it was they were up 19 in 10 minutes. 
Yeah, it was definitely pretty surprising to see them coming out so flat considering they averaged 90 points per game in the tournament, or, or at least around 90. I think actually that was for the entire season they averaged 90 yeah. points per game. And they come out, and, and I think they score 70 when it's all done. But I think they they let Baylor go up 10-0, or I, I think they were down like 19 even in the first 10 to 12 minutes, right? Like it was, yeah. it was just embarrassing. Yeah, it was just – it looked like they used everything they had in that UCLA game and they came out with just flat legs. They, they, Baylor just looked more athletic than they did. Baylor All, looked like, I don't even know, like on every level, I feel like Baylor looked bigger. Baylor looked stronger. They looked like they, they, they were shooting shoot- they were shooting better looking at I looked at the overall like from the floor percentage and Gonzaga actually shot a better percentage from the floor. But from the three, it really wasn't even close. Baylor shot the lights out over 40 percent from three. Yeah, and they were eating offensive boards all game. Yeah, like, like I said, just they looked bigger. Yeah. And and seemingly in my eyes, it looked like they were picking apart that Gonzaga defense, you know, taking guys like Timmy guys like uh, Kispert out on the perimeter where they know, Hey, I'm going to be able to do a little bit of work out here. A little, a little shake and bake, if you will. And then get, get the shot that I, that, that I think I can make. Uh, so we saw a lot of that. And like I said, they, they seemingly had had their way offensively as well. It seemed like. Yeah. I just feel like every possession, no matter how hard Gonzaga tried, they just couldn't stop Butler. I mean, Baylor. Yeah, like I, I felt like a lot of the shots were going. Oh, Jared Butler, you're not wrong. That's, that's probably what you were thinking. Jared Butler, I think, what, 22 points and seven assists in the championship game. How about that? Yeah, he's he's going to be playing in the NBA one day. I think he's supposed to be uh, a lot. I think he's supposed to be a lottery pick, lottery right? For sure. Must be a lottery pick. I'm not 100% right now on, on the draft. I don't even know if the teams right now, you know, the, the draft experts know what's going on in the draft right now as far as the NBA this year. But a great game for Butler. Teague had 19 points. Mitchell 15, 6, and 5. So overall, that they had multiple guys contributing. And like we say, it, it just seemed like a, a mismatch right from the jump. They come out absolutely flat. And again, like you said, that's an interesting point about the UCLA game. It goes to overtime, right? So it goes to overtime. They're not, they're not even used to playing close games, right? Little like go to they overtime. had only had one game by that was in single digits. Oh, I didn't know that one game all season. Yeah. That was in single digits. Okay. Yeah. So that's a stat of its own right there. And then they go to overtime, right? They go to overtime in, in, in the, the the second biggest game of the year for them. At that time, the biggest game. And like you said, it seems like they kind of used all of their energy out there, especially, you know, like I said, going playing all those minutes. And then that that final shot, you know, all those emotions, obviously, feeling like you, you just won it all. When in fact, hey, you didn't win anything. You still have one more, an even more important game to go play, right? So it, it did seem like that that really was the case. Like you said, all the energy out there in the UCLA game. But as far as Gonzaga goes, what do you think? Do you think that was the, the, the largest reason, just out of gas? or? Yeah, I mean, I... It's tough. I know it's tough to look at, but they just weren't, they weren't hitting their shots yeah, as well. They, just, they didn't seem like... They were the better team when they matched up against. They Baylor. really didn't look like the better team. That's a, yeah, that's a fair point. Like Baylor kicked their ass. That's what happened. <laughs> that's that's that is honestly the only thing 
to say about it as far as as far as what Gonzaga did. Like we said, we're undefeated up until that point. Uh, I think what Kispert, who I think led the team in scoring for in, in the tournament, at least he did. Uh, only had 12 points in the in, in the championship game. Uh, Timmy, who's been pretty big for them, uh, especially in the tournament, right? He's been he's been pretty yeah. big for them in the he tournament. He was there. He led them in the Final Four game. Yeah, that's a great point. He did lead them, and he had he had a huge. What was it a? I think I think I think he drew a charge. He, yeah, he had, he had a big play at the end of the UCLA game. That that was that, that I don't know that they don't win that game. You know, w- without that play, so he was huge for them. But really, comes up small with only twelve points as well. Yeah, and they uh, they tore him up on defense, dude. They were just hey, come out here, come out here, and come up to this three point line where we know you are not you. You can't move your feet fast enough. You're not. You're not literally your lateral quickness. It's just it's not there. It's not as fast as us, obviously. And it really hurt Gonzaga that Jalen Suggs picked up two fouls in two early fouls. Like, the first five minutes or whatever it was he can't be at he can't be as aggressive and him not really being known as a three-point shooter obviously he can knock it down but not really obviously a three-point guy being being down by so many points and then your best player obviously you have kispert you have guys who can knock down the three at rather high levels but your best player it's like hey man we, we really need to get back to the points and i saw him I'm watching the game he did his best he was driving to the lane getting some really tough buckets doing all he could but but I, 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 like, like i said they needed threes not twos they, they couldn't shoot their shoot their way back into the game he, he did end up with 22 points and and like i said had, had some really tough buckets at at, at the basket but couldn't shoot them back into the game ultimately, right? Yeah, they they just fell flat, and they kind of fall in the line of that Kentucky team that mm-hmm. was stacked and everybody thought was going to be the team that went undefeated, <laughs> and then they lose in the Final Four to Wisconsin. Do you remember that that uh, ESPN picture or, cl- or whatever they raised? Could this – or w- would this uh... – uh, would this Kentucky team beat the uh, what what was seventy two or what, what what year bull or uh, nine not sorry not seventy ninety two or uh, no ninety eight bulls I think that was bull that was the uh, year they won yeah the I 98. remember the like would would the Kentucky team led by Carl Anthony Towns right like that was that was their best player correct me if I'm wrong um Anthony Davis I believe oh that it wasn't the year Carl well they had another year where they were. Also very good. Oh, okay. So that wasn't uh, th- that was the AD year though. Stein. I don't know which year did they go on to. I, I don't know. No, that I think that was the Towns Cauley Stein okay. year. I don't okay. think AD was <laughs> even on the AD wasn't on the roster, man. I AD was not on the roster, and they were asking if they could beat the Michael Jordan led Bulls. Okay, that's how overhyped this team was. So yes, we we and that that's a great point. I saw you know uh, you know segments on shows saying. Oh, is Gonzaga the next Kentucky, the next Duke? You know, as far as what they're doing now, and it's like they—they've been fantastic. But like you said, they do play some somewhat easier division, you could say, and and that that can lead to the, to their undefeated record. A great great school, great great you know the uh, uh, com or complex or not necessarily, com, but you know what I'm trying program. to say. Like great program. program, exactly. Great program. I'm sorry, but. A little much, right? I think people were also not. We weren't going seventy or sorry, uh, ninety-eight bull. I don't know why I keep going to say seventy-two because they won seventy-two games, seventy-two win mm-hmm. bulls. That's what I want to say. Uh, uh, but 
a little bit of, of overhype definitely for this team. And I don't even people think I, – I don't think people really – I didn't see too many people at least saying Baylor is going to win this game tonight. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I like Baylor. Like, that wasn't uh, the, the, the hot – or that wasn't the popular take, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but Baylor lost two games all year. They were a good team. They, they were a little undervalued, lost, right? They, yeah, they lost to Kansas after a three-week – COVID break on Kansas's senior night. That's their only regular season loss. That's a good And then point. they lost to Oklahoma State and Cade Cunningham in the uh, the Big 12 tournament. Mm-hmm. That's their only real loss of the season. Those are the only losses of the season. They were a good team all year. They just kind of got screwed by COVID. That's a great point. I forgot about that. I, I, I heard that getting brought up in the uh, broadcast. Uh, missing, but like you said, a couple of weeks due to COVID, right? Three weeks. Three weeks. Holy cow! So you're missing three weeks, and then only missing, or sorry, only losing two games and one on a, on a team senior night, right? Or they're they're playing their hearts out, you know. At least there's, I don't know how many how many seniors are. I don't know how many seniors. I was gonna say really now that we're thinking about it, it was it, it was yeah Kansas, so probably maybe two guys, maybe maybe a couple that were still on the team. We'll see. And there are probably bench players. Yeah, or maybe some transfers, you know, or maybe guys that are yeah. transferred over this year or something like that. But uh, the losses. Not necessarily something – I think something people overhyped. Oh, they lost two times all year in comparison to zero all year for Gonzaga. So, a great win overall by Baylor. We're going to be seeing a lot of these guys that we saw playing on Monday in the NBA draft, playing in the NBA as soon as next year. So Yeah, I would say there was six players probably in that game that are going to be NBA players. Yeah, definitely at least, you know, a handful just to, just to say the least. And – yeah, again, we're going to be seeing, seeing them very soon. This will not be the last we see of of Jalen Suggs and, and uh, of uh, Kispert and all these guys. We're going, to, we're going to be seeing them again very soon. Don't don't be worried. Uh, same thing with uh, like what like Butler and, and uh, Mitchell, Mitchell and Mitchell on on Baylor and stuff. So we'll be seeing these guys very soon. Great game by Baylor, snapping the undefeated streak. I think their first title in history. I believe so. Yes, because I think it was the first Final Four since nineteen fifty. Oh, so at least one, one since at least 1950. I don't I know. Thought, I thought I saw it was I their first. I know at the very least, their, their head coach, it was his first. And I think yeah. that he's been there since 06, I believe. So he's been there over a decade now. Finally comes through with, with, with the national title. Great for Baylor. Uh, Tanner, let's, let's transition now to football. Okay, something we really haven't talked about yet, but something I feel like we've been talking about a little bit. In, in prior weeks, at least we've dabbled in it a little bit. And we and at least over the past year, I feel like we've kind of been hearing these rumors about Sam Darnold, the Jets. The, they're not his long-term guy. He's, he's not here long-term. What are your opening thoughts about him getting traded to Carolina? Uh, I think it's good for Sam Darnold. I think that's the ultimate winner of this trade is the, Sam yeah. Darnold. He, okay. gets, he gets a fresh start. He gets to go to Carolina, which I guess he's not even, I, whenever I first saw it, I thought, Oh, they're bringing in Sam Donald to compete with Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I don't know if Sam Donald's better than Teddy Bridgewater. That's a good point. So I wouldn't say I, he's just like definitely better, you know, like, yeah, I, I figured they should at least have a competition. I feel like other stuff has come out though. Right. Since then. Yeah. And then, but now they're saying that Teddy Bridgewater is probably going to get moved or have his contract at least restructured. So it's going to be Sam Darnold as the starting quarterback for the Panthers. 
Okay, more uh, yeah. I know they have. Did they pick up a guy from the XFL as well? I swear they did. Uh, PJ PJ Walker. Walker, that sounds right. Walker yeah, definitely that, sounds yeah, right. I believe so. Yeah, so that's my point. They're probably not putting him out there as a starter. Um, but they got Bridgewater, like you said, though. Pro- more than likely, at least, could be being traded. Kind of depends on what Teddy wants to wants to be. Do you want to be maybe a starter somewhere else? Maybe. But where else could he really be a starter? Now maybe Chicago, yeah. uh, maybe um, Washington. Yeah. Um, um, I don't really know though, right? You, you, you wouldn't go to New England. Cam's better yeah. than Teddy Bridgewater, I would say. So. Yeah, I would say like a good situation for Teddy Bridgewater would be like staying where you are or something. Uh, but they, they signed Dwayne Haskins for the backup yeah. role. So I'm yeah. like, where does he fit? You know, yeah. like where? Like, I don't know who. He's a good. He's a good. He's, he's a good. He's, he's good. He should be on a team. I just don't know where that's gonna be. I feel like he's best suited though as a backup. I'm sorry, he Teddy, go to the but... Texans. Oh, okay, that could work, right? Because the whole Deshaun Watson thing, we really haven't brought that up, but uh, the, the yeah, it's the, looking the, bad for Deshaun Watson. It's not looking really good, and the the purpose of us not discussing it so far is we've been you know making sure we had all of our Ducks in a roll, all the information present. But yeah, like Tanner said, not looking good. All the different allegations going, um, going, going against him right now. So I think it was up to over 20 multiple people now are coming out yeah. and, and, and saying their names, even giving their identities away and yeah. saying, I, I, th- this has happened to me. So yeah, it's uh, you, you feel for the girls and, 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 and you just hope that the NFL does, does the right thing here. And you, and, and you hope that they, they get to, the absolute truth of all of these allegations, right? I saw something, regardless of what the situation is, like 20 women have came out and accused him, mm-hmm. and almost 20 masseuses have came out and said that that doesn't happen. If you have 40 masseuses, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's if, just... you have 40, if you have 40 of almost anything, that's a red flag. I mean, I I I saw I I thought when we were starting to get in the double digits is when I was like, oh, we're still going, huh? We're still going. Oh, we're at twenty. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, it's like, oh, we're still going. But yeah, exactly. It's just, you, you, you know, faith in numbers, right? You know, faith in numbers yeah. is kind of is is a saying. So you hope that since there are so many people that there is there is truth to what they're saying you would hate to think that about a guy we we all like and we all like watching on the field but again you hope the nfl does the right thing it gets to the uh gets to the root thing but like tanner said the texans no doubt looking for a quarterback right now teddy bridgewater why oh they just signed what's his name though tyrod taylor right Okay, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Tyrod Taylor. No, I think that's a legitimate competition too. Tyrod Taylor, Teddy Bridgewater competition. Who's the starter? I think that's a pretty good comp, pretty good uh, competition there. To at least it would be, I think, a little bit of a. If Tyrod's back after that long situation from last year, you know, if if, if he if he's all square, I, I think I think he did he, he did a good job and uh, for the Chargers when he was playing with them. So. Uh, but definitely a situation where the Texans at this point, because it's not looking like Deshaun Watson's the future with his contract. Yeah. He wants to hold out with his allegations. It just doesn't seem like he's going to be on the Texans this year. They yeah. got to add somebody. Why not Teddy Bridgewater? Hey, why not? They're going to have to go out and trade for him, but they got, they, they have pieces, they have money and they got money. 
I'm sure, and they want to get rid of him. So yeah, and and especially yeah, now, crazy high. Exactly, especially now. Yeah, and and then with all the things again with Deshaun, he wants out. All the stuff going on against him. Texans, I think it's best for everyone if you simply move on. Maybe I hate to say it, I don't want to say we see a release or anything with all, with everything that's going on. Maybe we see Deshaun Watson being released because no one, you know what I mean. No one takes on the trade or the or the end up. You know who knows that 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 could be the end result here. Uh, Deshaun Watson not even on an NFL roster. Don't don't want to wish that on anybody. But again, with the way things are going, who knows that could be the end result with him. But Teddy Bridgewater could go there. Let's go back to Sam Darnold. He is now on the Panthers, right? And like we said, he's probably going to be a starting quarterback. I have mixed feelings on a guy like him, okay? He hasn't really had a standout season for me. Looking back at his rookie year, 17 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Mediocre. I would going to. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I would say I would still say mediocre because I would say looking at a guy like Joe Burrow also didn't didn't play very much, but I think Joe I don't think he threw that many interceptions his rookie year even. Like, just as far as like talent-wise, just as a guy with not a lot of talent around him, the guy being talented. Uh, you know, not to say he's Joe Burrow or anything like that, but again, 17 and 15, 19 and 13 the following year, this following year, 9 and 11. So I, I have yet to see that breakout like, man, Sam Darnold is – He's a starting quarterback. I think he's a starting quarterback. I don't think he's a backup or anything right now. I wouldn't put him back there. But it's like, is he a franchise guy long-term? Can he be a, a winning quarterback somewhere? Because all we've really seen is a lot of losses from him. We've seen a stretch of victories, though. I think in 2019, Tanner, I think he went like 7-6. and six. I think he had yeah, a winning I record. That. I knew he played well after he came back from Mono. Mono, that's it. Yeah, and he beat the Cowboys. That was it. He beat the Cowboys after they were undefeated. They were three and zero. Fourth game of the season, he comes back and they lose to the winless Jets. Sam Darnold comes back with Mono. That's that's exactly it. You're right. Um, but uh, tell me if you disagree. Again, who is he throwing to? That's a great point. Who's he throwing to? His coach is Adam Gase. Adam Gase is terrible. So is terrible. You're right. And who was he throwing to? Can you name one Jets receiver for me? I can't. He had Robbie Anderson, and that was okay. It. Okay, to be fair, that's okay. And then but, he had Jamison Crowder this year, but he also like was in and out of the lineup. So okay, but I I couldn't I didn't watch I didn't I don't, I'm gonna be honest I don't watch any Jets a lot of Jets all the Sam Donald I see is usually on highlights Red Zone exactly Thank you Red Zone exactly So I'm not. The Jets aren't on TV anyway, but if even if I had their game, I wouldn't be turning it on. And that that my main point is I haven't seen it because I don't watch them, and I haven't seen the statistics either. So what do you think about a guy in Sam? Well, like you said, do you think he's a franchise quarterback? Probably not, but they didn't pay a franchise price to go get him. Yeah, right. So, so I took a drink of water. Like a uh, second next year and then like a sixth this year. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was three total picks, and none, yeah. none of which is a first. You're not given. You're not given a lot of seconds, like you said. I think it's one. Yeah, one second, like you said, a sixth this year. And if he does end up living up to his draft potential, Sam Darnold is still very young. Sam Darnold is like 23. He's 23. Yeah, he's 23. Yeah, so and then he, he's a third overall pick too. Yeah. So if he ends up living up to his draft potential they paid a bargain price for him and if he ends up sucking they can probably get out of his contract after a year and go in a different position like yeah yeah is he still on rookie contract 
He must be. So, but they p- did pick up his option. I saw. That can't be much, actually. No, it was a first round pick though, so but it, it, I'm sure they can void it somehow. That's how the NFL works. But either way, it can't it can't be very much in the in the. It's not like it's a franchise tag or anything like that. It's it's the option year, so it can't be anything too much. And you're right. They didn't give up a king's ransom. It's not like they gave up a, even a first round pick for him. So you didn't give up very much. It's you know kind who's of looking not that great in that trade. What the Colts for how much they traded for Carson Wentz? What how much did they give up for Carson Wentz? Do you remember? A possible know. first rounder. If not, it's a second rounder. Oh, so what's up? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like I guess Carson Wentz is. I mean, Carson Wentz is better than Sam Darnold, but yeah, I'd say he's better though, right? Yeah, I'd say he's better. But as of recently, right? If you're if you're if we're judging just off last year, I would say they're two peas in a pod. Quite frankly, like I would say yeah. they're they're pretty even, you know, as far as my rankings. So yeah, it's, that's a great point I though. The Colts Carson Wentz than I do in Sam Darnold, but. I do too. I think he's an overall more of a talented guy for sure. Also, he's going to be on a better roster, definitely on the Colts. So, moving forward on this question, the Jets, uh-huh. number two pick. Yeah. Just got rid of their quarterback. Yep. They don't have one. Yep. They're going to pick Zach Wilson, probably. Yeah. That's, a, be the, like, that's what I was going to like ask you. Who do you think they're going to pick with the number two pick? I, I, I really think it's Zach Wilson. Okay. And then, but. If the 49ers traded to three yeah. and they gave up what they gave up, you had to think they were willing to give up at least that much mm-hmm. to move up to two because it's a position higher. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that would be logical. Of course. The Jets weren't interested in keeping Sam Darnold and taking their two first-round picks that they just got for moving back. So two more first round picks and then just so they think Zach Wilson is two first round picks better than and Sam than Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's basically what that means. And yeah, that's that's a that's a really good point. And as far as them moving up. The Jets not being interested in, in, in doing business, obviously. They said no. We're, we're, we're obviously staying at number two, like you said. And all, all the talk, at least what I've been hearing, is Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. I really haven't heard anything from the Jets, at least, you know, really about a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance or anything like that. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, the more I look at mock drafts from these draft experts – so they say yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone has Zach Wilson going number two. They're they said it's closer between I've seen people say it's closer between Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson than it is between Zach Wilson and whoever's number three. Okay. So he's like a clear number two, and most analysts does. Yeah, I that's what I've been seeing as well. As as far as what I think, again, I I didn't watch much BYU, you know, to be honest with you. I've seen the highlights. I actually watched like four BYU games. This okay, year. so maybe what are you what are your thoughts on a guy in Zach Wilson? Uh he has a cannon. He's definitely got a cannon. I agree with you there. I can see that from the highlights, you know. Yeah, like that's essentially and he, he moves well, but so do a lot of college quarterbacks, you know. A lot of he had a lot of clean pockets. They didn't play a lot of great teams. They lost to Coastal Carolina in one of the best games of the year. I didn't know that. That was a good game. You probably watched it? 
I did. There you go. Yeah. Again, not not a big college football guy, am I? Uh, but I but I'm a huge college football guy. But again, on Zach Wilson, or at least what they should do, the number two overall pick. Do you think it's basically a done deal? Zach Wilson will be the Jets' starting quarterback week one. I do. I do think he is the starting quarterback for the Jets week. I one. mean, looking at his stats too, like pretty good, right? Like pretty jumping yeah, off good. the page. Uh yeah, he's a. I saw 33 touchdowns, three interceptions, and over 70% completions. Obviously, it's, you know, completion percentage in college can be. It's like, oh, you're misleading. There's a lot of RPO stuff that's like almost guaranteed completions. So the completion percentage is always inflated, but it's a good number. (laughs) I really think it's going to be the top four picks are all going to be quarterbacks. So then this is, we'll we'll talk about this. I think Atlanta's going to trade that pick. I was supposed to ask you. I think that just became the hottest pick. And who trades up now? Because you said four. Who trades up for Atlanta's number four? Because Atlanta is, I heard, willing to do business. Player, I exactly, like. and they can move they down and get down. that. So maybe it's like, hey, we'll get our defensive guy at nine or whoever. And and hey, Denver, let's swap picks. Give me yeah. nine. I give you. Uh, I give you four and toss me an additional. I don't know, third rounder or whatever. Whatever else it yeah. takes, sixth rounder, whatever Probably else. A second it, rounder or no, it, it would like be a second rounder at least. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you want to move up, move up and get your quarterback, I would think they would be willing to, you know, do some business, willing to give some stuff up. So I would try to get as much as I could if I'm Atlanta. Maybe try to get a couple of good defensive pieces to add to the team. But yeah, Atlanta at number four. I think the Broncos are the team to watch here. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a good. I think it's a good idea. Like they need a quarterback, you know. Yeah, like Drew, no, Drew Lock is. Makes, I think that makes a ton of sense. I hadn't really thought about the Broncos there. I was thinking later. I was thinking Bears. I was thinking Patriots. I was thinking football no, team. I would say maybe the Patriots, maybe. But I feel like at, at number nine. You're they, they have much of much more yeah, of an they, advantage. They don't have to give up as much. Yeah, that's it. You don't give up as much. And then it's like, hey, you're at number nine. You're not at number 15. You don't have you don't have to hope your guy drops to 15. You take because we know we, we talked about this last week, I think, or at least at least a couple of weeks ago. The top nine players, I think my I hope my Cowboys take a take a certain with that number 10 pick. They say should be a defensive player unless Kyle Pitts is available. But he, he shouldn't be because the first nine picks should all be offensive players more than likely. Yeah. Right. So, so if you want, or at least the first eight picks, because because Atlanta, so the first eight picks should should be offensive players. Then at number at number nine, hopefully, maybe Denver then gets their pick at, at defense instead of Dallas. So maybe then they swoop in and, and get a certain. So so Dallas can. So we'll see. It, it can get interesting for sure. I think Denver, uh, I think Denver is the team to watch to move up, and and Atlanta at that number four slot is the team to watch to move down at this point, right? Yeah, for sure. We're getting real close to the draft. What What's the date? It's gonna be the seventh tomorrow. April twenty ninth. The that's on that's on the 29th. Yeah, exactly. So we're uh, three weeks away. Exactly. So we're about three weeks and uh, close, guys. The closer we get, more and more draft talk. Tanner and I also Tanner. We, we got to talk about one of the more in one of the coming podcasts. Not today because we're, we're about to take a break. Uh, but in the coming podcast, I say we talk about. All, all, all the different quarterbacks right now 
you know, like you said, the top four picks, probably going to be four quarterbacks. There's probably going to be five quarterbacks in the first round. Not all, all five of these guys are going to hit. You know, all, all not five are going to yeah. be franchise guys. So we got to talk about which ones we think are going to hit, which ones we think are going to miss in the, in the coming weeks for sure. All right, for sure. Maybe, maybe we should wait to see what situations they go to. I know. I say we do it. Ah. We could do it after the draft and see where they land. Okay. Because you're right. Situation definitely matters. Let's say, what's his face? Mac Jones ends up with the Patriots instead of, I don't know, with the Jags. I mean, actually, I, I got to remind us. That's not, that's not, a, that's not a terrible uh, coach to have to be developing guys, but let's say they end up, I don't know, Washington or something in comparison you know, to a really good yeah. system like New England. So that's a great point, Tanner. Let's wait maybe until till they land. But either way, that's going to be a topic in the coming weeks and in, in the next cu- couple months or so at least. But let's take a quick break. And when we come back, talk about that, as you say, atrocious list uh, that, so that, that, that ESPN put out of their top 25 players under okay so not 25 year olds 24 years old and younger we're, we're going to zone in though on, on the top 10 tanner though has more information on, on the top 25 you know 11 through 25 it was an espn plus article and i am not paying for espn plus that's a thing for another day let's take a quick break tanner guys we will be right back All right. Welcome back, everybody. Like we said before the break, all things NBA, all things basketball in this half of the show. Let's start out talking about ESPN's top 25 players list uh, of players under the age of 25. And Tanner, we know it's been like, what, three weeks now since the LeBron injury or multiple weeks now since the LeBron injury, since the the, uh, LaMelo ball injury. And now we see ESPN (laughs) coming out with... uh, now, now they're coming out with this list. Like they, for some reason, we're like, "Hey, let's come out with a list: top twenty-five players of under twenty-five at near the end of the regular season." For some reason, so we got this random list from ESPN. It's atrocious, as Tanner said earlier in the show. I think that's a a pretty solid word, a pretty solid adjective that that, that would describe this uh, this list. So, Tanner, come on now. It's been multiple weeks come on, since the Lamelo and Lamar because yeah. all they all they post about is LeBron and Lamelo. Come on, that's yeah, they uh, it's pretty good, but but they needed some clicks for sure. They needed some content. The cash cows were running dry. Yeah, oh, the ESPN <laughs> Plus. Don't get me going on ESPN Plus, dude. Don't even get yeah, me going but on that. Reddit comes to save for the Reddit. <laughs> Tanner Tanner is fluent in in Reddit, so uh, we, we we still got the shout out if we're allowed to Reddit. I don't know if we're allowed to. Don't sue us, but sponsor um, us Reddit. Yeah, hey. Sponsor us. We're, we're willing. So we'll, we'll be in touch. But uh, but uh, still, the list is is not the best, Tanner. Let's break it down. But again, players under 25. Okay, 25 players under 25. I have the top 10 that I'll run down real quick. Okay, so number one, one through 10 right here. Luca, yeah. Zion, LaMelo, Donovan Mitchell at four. Okay, so Donovan Mitchell at four. Jason Tatum at number five, De'Aaron Fox at number six, Ben Simmons at number seven, Devin Booker, Devin Booker at number eight, 
Bam out of Bayou at number nine. And Shay Gilgis Alexander in the top 10. Okay, he cracks the top 10 at number 10. So Luca, Zion, LaMelo, Mitchell, Tatum, Fox, Simmons, Booker, out of Bayou, Alexander. What are your opening thoughts from this list, Tanner, other than the word atrocious? Okay, if we should preface this with saying it's listed as the, oh, go ahead. It, it, it's by by potential. This is who like this is what they think their potentials are. Exactly, not just what not we've who, seen from them. It is right exactly. Now. Thank you, Tanner. Not just right now, what they could be, right? What what they what they what they could potentially be also uh, from from because of what we've seen so far. Thank you, Tanner. I forgot. That's that's also pretty important, but I don't think it changes much much on this list, though, right? It doesn't change much, but that's an important factor in it. Go ahead, go ahead. I am trying to figure out which part I want to rip apart as my first. I'm gonna say Lamelo Ball at three. Okay, so that's your first rip apart. Yeah, he's okay. Go ahead. No, he should not be number three. In what world is does he have a higher potential than Jason Tatum? Okay, I, I can argue this a little bit, actually. I think that's okay at number three, just because we've we've only seen so much of him, right? We've only seen so much of him. He does have some rookie records. I don't have all the records on me, but he has some sort of rookie records that he's done this year that, that other, you know, all the rookies haven't done since, you know, some historic player that has done, you know, again, I'm being very vague right now, but you, you've seen it as well. He, he has some rookie records. He's averaging 16, six and six. So he's scoring the ball that we didn't know if his scoring would translate. He's shooting it. Well, he's scoring it six assists, six rebounds per game. He's doing a little bit of everything. I think the ceiling is high for him. I think he could potentially end up being one of the top point guards in the game. Jason right, Jason Jason's better than him though, and he's like, Jason. Hey, 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 let me say one thing. Let me say one thing. Guarding the lead player, and he's under twenty-five. No. Lamelo Ball's team has a better record right now. Lamelo Ball's team has a better record right now. I don't care. I don't care. Lamelo Ball's team has a better record. They are playing better. Lamelo Ball is winning more games right now than Jason Tatum is. No, okay, okay, but but I do yeah. think it's. I do think. Let me let me come around. Let me come around. I, I just had to I just had to hit me a little bit with that. Let me come around a little bit and say this. I do think it's a little bit much already to be putting him to be putting him at number three. Sure. But I also see the flip side. That's the flip side. We've seen this in, in a small bit of a sample size. Right. And, and I think that's why I think that's why. But I agree. Number three, he wouldn't be third on my list. He wouldn't be third on my list. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, we'll get there, man. Tanner and I, I want to do this. After we we just tear it apart, let's kind of go off the cuff, okay? I'm being off the cuff right now a little bit. Let's go off the cuff and just kind of go one through ten. We'll go kind of back and forth. I'll start with one, or you can start with one, or or we can just do it together. Like Uh, who our number one would be? Yeah, or we'll we'll go – we'll we'll make our own top ten. How about that? We'll make our own top ten, but – yeah. Let's good. Let's good. Let's let's continue to analyze. Okay, so your first issue is is Lamelo at number three. Okay, so Lamelo at three is your first issue. What about Donovan Mitchell at number four? How 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 are we feeling right there? I don't hate it if he's lower than Lamelo. 
He is lower than Lamelo, but he's also higher than Jason Tatum. Uh, I mean, I mean, I feel like he should be higher than Lamelo. Is what I'm saying. Oh, he should be higher. Okay, so that that's that that's a a thing of its own right there. De- I mean, Devin Booker should needs to be way higher. That's my biggest issue. Devin Booker is ranked as the eighth best, or 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 is going think, to be the eighth best player. Process is he's twenty four. I think so. He's like the oldest guy in this. So, list. like we've seen what he's. Hey, let me say one thing that he's done. He's scored seventy points in a game. Okay, yeah. he scored seventy points in a game. He's averaging twenty six four and four. Okay, so he's 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 balling on the second best team in the Western Conference too. So he's yeah. winning. He's finally yeah. the the big knock on him. Why he wasn't all star? You're not winning games in Phoenix. I know it has to do with Chris Paul. But they are winning games in Phoenix, and, and and now he's still not getting the respect. He's still getting he's still getting eighth on this list. Uh, he, he's lower than De'Aaron Fox. Okay, he's lower than Lamelo Ball. Why is De'Aaron Fox in the top ten? I think he could be in the top ten. He's averaging twenty four and seven this year. I don't year. care. He's not better. <laughs> he's not better than those guys. He's not better than Devin Booker. He's not better than Ben Simmons. He's, I, I think, I don't know if he's better than Bam out of Bayou. I don't know if he's better than Bam. Bam's a big guy who does a lot of things. And then if you want to go guys that aren't even on the top 10 that are better than him. Yeah, yeah. So let's go guys who, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like. Some snubbed guys, some snubbed players, if you will. Well, number 11 is Brandon Ingram. Yeah, Brandon Ingram. That, 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 yeah. Go, yeah, if you, you want to list some more of the list. Yeah, sure. So 11 is Brandon Ingram. 12 is Jalen Brown, 13 uh, is Murray and Denver, uh, 15 is John Morant, 14 is oh my God. Michael Porter Jr. John Morant, that is the big name. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, how, how is John Morant not – go ahead, go ahead. higher than De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, I don't get that. He almost made the playoffs last year in the Western Conference, might I add. Okay, much higher than De'Aaron Fox. And I think De'Aaron Fox, he had Buddy Heald, Marvin Marvin Bagley. I think he's had a better team overall, De'Aaron Fox has, than a John Morant. And Jaws winning more games. Jaws in the playoffs right now, even his team is. So look, 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 looking at, at what Jaw has done, looking at his numbers, I think he's averaging – uh, almost 20 points and like eight assists. So he, he's 20 points, eight assists. His team's in the playoffs, almost in the playoffs last year as well. What, how was he? How, yeah, again, how is De'Aaron Fox sixth and, and John Morant is 15? I'm, I'm okay with the John Morant De'Aaron Fox swoop. Yeah, me too. That would be kind of cool, right? I'm okay with that. Put let's put De'Aaron at 15 and then let's put John six. Like we can and definitely Sabonis, do that. Who is an all star is 18. He's yeah, below so, Mikhail Bridges. What about in in in? He's at eighteen. What about Trey Gilgis? Young is sixteen. Oh, Trey Young also. He's averaging 26, 27 points, almost you know nine nine assists per game as well. But he might be the worst defensive player in the NBA. He is the worst defensive player in the NBA. That that is a fact. And and but 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 his team right now also they're I think they're like the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. Like they're winning right now. He's playing pretty well. And and to, for him to be what, like you said, but what what was his ranking, Trey Young? Sixteen. Sixteenth. That that's a little low too. I think I think he could be above De'Aaron Fox also. I think I think he's a higher ceiling than De'Aaron yeah, Fox because of how well he can shoot the ball, yeah, or how how well he could shoot the ball potentially from from deep at least. So I think 
endearing. Okay, so, so we, we have a lot of issues already, I think, with this thing already, obviously. Um, so uh, what do you think about Alexander? We'll make our top 10 in just a moment. What do you think about Alexander, Gildas Alexander from OKC at number 10, even being in the top 10? You like it? I, I like Shea as a player, but I don't know if he's top 10 on this list. Looking at the guys you named, Brandon yeah. Ingram, uh, uh, even Trey Young, even John Morant. Yeah. Uh, Sabonis just, is an all-star. It's just yeah, like, I, I, I don't think he should be in the top 10. But... I think he should be on the list. Uh, yeah. Uh, a guy that was just completely he's robbed. He's a, good, he's a good player. No, he was good. He was also playing alongside Chris Paul last year, right? Yeah. So, but good player. Twenty three, four and six is what he's doing this year. So he's he's playing well. Um, but but a guy I think robbed on this list before we make our top ten. Robbed on this list has got to be Lonzo Ball. Twenty four. Yeah, twenty fourth on this list, and and again, a guy who's increased his shooting percentage, increased the, just his overall game. I think his little brother is number three. Yeah, his little brother is three, and we, we've talked about this before. I think Lamelo is everything Lonzo wished he was, right? Or everyone, everyone thought Lonzo was going to be at least. I think, right? Yeah, kind of. All right, so Tanner, I think I think now we, we've talked a decent amount about this list as a whole. Let's let's now break down. A top 10. I know both of us have both have really been thinking throughout this topic, throughout this segment. Why don't we both kind of we'll run through the top 10. You give you you give your slot. I give my slot. OK, we'll run through one through 10. We'll start with number one. Who is at your number one slot? I went Luca at number one. You went Luca Doncic at number one. Well, guess what? I did as well, my friend. We think alike. Luca definitely on this list is averaging 28, 8 and 9 what he's been doing this year. The Mavs are now in the playoffs, I believe, or at least in, in, in the playoff race. What he did with the Clippers last year, he can, what he can do on the court, you know, like Luka yeah. Magic. Yeah, he's an offensive wizard. Yeah, not much to talk about on the defensive end, really, but much if anything. But he's, but he's different, like, on the offensive end than – almost anybody else in the NBA. So he, he's actually my guy. If I, I were to start a franchise with a guy right now, obviously LeBron James, Steph Curry are the guys you got to look at. So Giannis, but guys, this young and stuff, I'm looking at, I'm taking Luka Doncic from, to, to start my franchise with a, with a guy under 25, right? Luka is, yeah. like, as of you, he's my guy. He's your yeah, guy as well, I see. Basic idea of this list. Is I would think, right? To take to start a franchise, you know? Like just by their basketball skill, yeah, pretty much. So number one, both about Luca. Who go, did you? Who did you go at number two? I gotta go Zion at number two. So did I. I also went Zion number two. I thought you would go Zion at number one. I thought about it. What's up? What, 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 tell me, tell me between. Walk me through that. Walk me through it. He's pretty much like we said last time. He's doing stuff that hasn't been done since Shaq, and he can shoot the ball. Yeah, but not, can he, not incredible. But yeah. if he develop, this is potential. If he develops, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, so you're still taking it. Luca over him, though. Yeah, because that jump shot's not promised. Yeah, I I, I agree. I'm, I'm I that's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Even though Zion's a better defender as well, I I think Luca can at least more often than not have the ball in his hands. Zion is becoming that guy kind of now, more of the point forward, you know. So. 
But Luke is a guy with the ball in his hands. He can hit that knock you know, that that step back patented three of his that 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 he either it, it's either you know ice cold and, and it's it's not going in or or it's not missing. So yeah, I, I agree with you. So Luca one, Zion two. We both agree so far. Cool, cool, cool. Number three. Who's your number three? Jason Tatum. Oh my god, dude. We have two peas in a pod. Jason Tatum is also my number three for sure. He's gotta be, you know, in, in the upside, you know, is that yeah, that's working like in here. Potential. Like he's one of the he's probably the third, you know. Like he that's <laughs> exactly, exactly. His size, he's averaging 25 points, seven rebounds, forces. Can play can play some solid defense as yeah, well. You kind of can do everything on the basketball court that you need. The thing now is people are looking at him and it's like, hey, can you will your team to a top seeded, you know, to a top seed in the Eastern Conference as the number one guy? We see them struggling, being a little inconsistent this year. He is young, obviously. He's on this list, right? He's, he's under 20, 24 or under, right? So he's young, but the potential is there. He's like, what, six foot nine, I think. Like he's, like he's pretty he's pretty tall. Yeah. Like he's not six seven six. You know, like he's he's like six nine now. By now, uh, can, can can shoot the long ball. I I, I see a lot of Kobe esque in him. I really do. He worked out with him the way he plays, yep. the way his mechanics and such. So, the ceiling is there. He he's on a solid you know team, solid organization in Boston for sure. Uh, so. Jason Tatum, number three for me as well. Number four, who do you? Who, I, I have Devin Booker. I'll come out and say it. I oh, have. Wow. I, oh, oh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! All right, we're four for four. We are four. This this is kind of crazy. We we did not plan this, everybody. We you should know, say we like we paused this and we wrote down lists for like. 10 minutes here and we didn't talk about who we had at all this is crazy so this is completely yeah off the cuff we are we, we are not uh, uh yeah, we, we are not planning you know what what each other are going to say or anything like that or we're planning to agree or anything like that like tanner said so this is what i'm thinking this is simply what tanner's thinking we are four for four tanner yeah i can't put i can't put booker above of tatum because of how big he is what he can do on both ends of the floor what i've seen him do already so i'm not putting him ahead of jason tatum but i'm willing to put him in the top five that's definitely where obviously we both think he deserves and like i said to be ranked eighth before is insulting i think it's definitely insulting and a, a guy who's been underrated guy who's been snubbed of the all-star team he I don't, I don't think he made the all-star team until he was a replacement this past year right like i don't yeah, think he i don't think he was an outright then didn't he have to not play did he i thought play? he i think he played he was in the there three point i thought he was in the three-point contest so i th- that sounds right. Maybe maybe not. Either way, I think he played in the game. Either way, he he, he ended up making he ended up making the All Star team this year. Wasn't in an original selection. I think it was because AD yeah. was hurt. I knew he got in because of AD. Exactly. So he took that slot, but he's dropped seventy in a game before. He's averaging twenty six points per game. Seventy in a loss. Seventy in a loss. That that's fair. But dude, he hung seventy on him. That's that's telling me more on. What kind of mop bucket, you know, what kind of garbage can of a team is this man playing on? Who is this man's coach? And we can answer that by saying, yeah, no longer a coach in the league anymore. So in, in half of those guys, I could I could I couldn't tell you who, who, who he was playing with. A lot of rookies, I think a lot of young players he was playing with. And that was years ago. He's still on this list. He's still on this list. And when was that? He was on this list, and I was like. How old is he? How old is Devin Booker? He's been in the league. 
so like when do you think that it was when he dropped 70 like how many years ago was that three he was 21 years old you think when he dropped 70 points that's that's, that's another you know against, again thing of it i know it was against the celtics i know it was against the celtics and i think was isaiah thomas on the team or was it even before isaiah thomas no, I don't think team. it was before Isaiah Thomas. Because he was only on there for like a year or two. Yeah. I don't know. I, but either way, either way, 70 points in a game. That was years ago. He's still on this young player list for Tanner and I, four for four. Uh, so Luca, Zion, Tatum, Devin Booker at number five. Okay, who do you got at number five? I went Ben Simmons at number five. Uh, okay, so you went Ben Elaborate. Go ahead and tell me why. Uh, like I said, I think there's a chance he wins defensive player of the year. He's maybe he's probably the best perimeter defender in the game, and he could play post defense. He's got handle. He the only thing he lacks is a jump shot. He has a complete game, regard besides the jump shot. So he doesn't have a complete game. Yeah, but <laughs> no, no, no. I know you're saying potential. it's 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 potential. If I he think... develops a average jump shot at some point in his career, he's it's just so ugly, dominant, so ugly right now though, dude. And uh, his defense for sure is a factor for sure, and and that was why I was debating him at number five. I did not go Ben Simmons at number five though. I went Lamelo Ball at number five. Ooh, Lamelo Ball. Okay, like I said earlier, sixteen, six, and six. We've only seen it this uh, this year, and again, we, we've seen some very impressive performances, some tri- some impressive triple doubles from him. We, we, we've seen him shooting the ball at high percentages, which we didn't think was going to be possible right away with his jump shot. He's passing it. He's rebounding it. He's got the Hornets now into the playoffs he's missed a couple of weeks i know but they've still hung around and they're still hanging around in, in that playoff race. i think i think they are still a top eight team uh so and a lot of that is to do with, with lamello ball his effect on the court off the court also people are watching hornet games people people are talking about the charlotte hornets for the first time and i don't i don't even know since, since jordan bought the team probably or we're, we're talking about the hornets so and that that's because of lamello ball i think he has the potential to be better than Ben Simmons. He can shoot the ball better and he can, I think pass just as good rebound a little bit. Not, not as good, but Ben Simmons averages seven. Lamelo is already aver- better than Ben. Ben Simmons is an elite pass. I mean, so is both- Lamelo ball. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, I'm saying not better. Just it's- as good. I think he's just as good. And he can shoot and he can rebound only one less rebound per game. They both play the same position. I, I give Ben the point guard edge, but or I'm not the point guard, the, uh, the defensive edge for sure. But besides that, and, and it's the guy's rookie year potential, right? We're talking potential. I put him at number five. Your thoughts. I don't like it. You don't like <sighs> it. I love it. I don't like it. I love it. I like him at number five. I think he is going to be a, a legit star in the league. Uh, proving I, I, he was my pick for rookie of the year. I think he has a chance to hang around and still win because of how good he was when he played. And he's my number five. Let's move on though. So you have Ben Simmons at five. I have Lamella ball. Yeah. Who do you have at number six? I have Donovan Mitchell at number six. Me too. Okay, cool. So Donovan Mitchell at number six, he, I, I I've seen him win a playoff series with the jazz against the Oklahoma city thunder years back. Uh, I've seen what he's doing in, in the league now on the number on the number one team in the Western Conference. He's averaging 
Give me a sec. He's averaging 25, 4, and 5. Okay, so 25, 4, and 5 is an all-star. Has been disrespected, but again, future, what we've seen so far, pretty good defender as well. That's my case for Mitchell at 6. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with everything you said. He's Yeah, I was going to say. Look, he's a clutch player, too, for the most part. Yeah, like that's he, facts. He hits big shots. He And I've seen him in big moments their, he, already. He's their scoring option down the stretch. I see a lot of, I don't know, I don't know if Dwayne Wade is the perfect representation or the perfect example, but I see Dwayne Wade-esque, I think, in Donovan Mitchell. I think he has, I don't think he's going to be that good. Maybe that's, a you know, yeah. obviously a high ceiling, but I I, I see it. I, I see flashes. I see glimpses. Like an all version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit of an off-brand version for sure, but I, I see it, and we agree. So Donovan Mitchell is six. So we're, 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 we're almost six for six here. We just disagree. Uh, at number five, at number seven, I have your guy Ben Simmons. Okay, I, I got Simmons okay. at seven, and that's actually John, I went John Morant. Oh, uh, okay, so you went John. I'm I'm cool with John number seven, quite frankly, because I have I don't want to get ahead of myself. I have John number eight, but number seven, I like I said, I do have Simmons. What what he can do defensively, what we've seen so far, just just his lack of offense, you know, his lack of or, or, or of shooting, and as of recently, he's. He, he hasn't been scoring. He's averaging like 12 points the last couple last couple weeks. He's averaging 12 points on like 40% shooting without Embiid. That's without Embiid too. That's without yeah, Embiid. I think that's because he can't be – I mean, he can't be in the team's number one scoring option. That's not his game. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, again – I, I, I want to see I, I, I you know we did see like a 36 point performance from him at, at some point earlier in the year that I will acknowledge for sure but until I get more offensively that's why I don't have Zion at number one if I was seeing Zion comfortably knock down some 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 three pointers and be able to handle the ball like Luca, there's more to the game than scoring no there there definitely is but there's a reason scoring is valued so high especially what? especially in today's game so but again I think Simmons is at number seven. You have him at five. Who you you had John Morant at seven? Yeah. Okay, elaborate there because that's a that's higher than me. He's I don't like you talk about raw athleticism. He's got it, and he can shoot, and he's got handles, and his team is not good around him, and they win games. They last year, right? Last year. Yeah, he's a he's a big player for that. He's like, their player, like he, like like their franchise. Like he's he's one of the only players that is on this list that he's no doubt the franchise player on that team. You're not wrong. He's one of three or four of those guys. So yeah, okay. So you got you got Morant at seven. I got Morant at eight. Let's skip ahead. Let's go to number eight. I got Morant at eight. That's where Lamelo falls for me. Okay, so you got Lamelo. Okay, so you you don't think you think Jaw is just gonna be better than Lamelo Ball? Yeah, I do. For okay. I, I do think Ja like they're around the same age. I think when it's all said and done, he'll have a better career. Okay, so I, I'm more of a ball guy. He's more of a Morant guy. We'll, we'll, we'll keep this. We'll talk uh, about 15 years down the line. Exactly, exactly. Hopefully so. Can't can't wait for that. But so you have a uh, ball at eight. I think that's got to be a little low for ball, man. That's got to be a little. You, you like you like yeah, you no, think Donovan Mitchell will be better. Whatever. Whenever I made it, I was like, man, this is kind of low for the mellow ball. Okay, so you thought those, that too. I like all those guys. More. Better? I like, yeah, I like them all more moving forward. 
Okay, fair enough, man. I respect it. So you got him at eight. Who you got? Who who you have at number nine? Jamal Murray. Oh my God! No. Yes, dude. Not you want to talk Murray. about player that plays? He's in so big inconsistent, moments. though. He's so inconsistent. I don't care, dude. Look what what I saw in the now. bubble. No, what I saw in the bubble, and then what I what I saw from him out of the gate is just disappointing. It was it was all Jokic and no Jamal Murray. And and you could say that maybe it's because everything was ran through Jokic and a little less usage. But I expected all star after after that. And then I was I was kind of let down. I was kind of let down. If he if he would have kept playing, we'll like see what that, he does in the playoffs this year. Okay. Hey. Okay. He's okay. Just a playoff guy. Hey, that's that's a Maybe fair point. A that's idiot. a that's a fair point. Okay, so you have Jamal Murray at number nine. Yeah. Who you have? I got Trey Young. Okay. I got Trey Young. I so again, his team, his team's at the fourth seed right now. He's averaging twenty-seven points, nine assists. He he he's a good player. He's, he's my number ten. He's my number ten. Okay, so he did make your top ten. Yes. I'm, I'm glad to see that. I. What, what what was he on the original list? Do you remember, like sixteenth? Did you say sixteen? I believe, or, or like, like fifteen, maybe sixteen. It was sixteen. Okay, so he's sixteen. I move him up to nine. Uh, yeah, he, he can shoot it from from deep. I know his percentages are a little shaky. They they definitely have improved this year, and you, you want to see him knocking down. You know, being more efficient from the three point line instead of just being a volume from deep guy. So you, you want to see more efficiency. But I think he I think he like we like we were talking about with like uh I kind of forgot who we were saying like as as far as a franchise guy maybe maybe that was um Vince, uh, or maybe it was Lamelo. Oh, Ja, Ja, thank you. It was Ja, thank you. Um, so Ja definitely is a franchise guy. I think Trey also is a yes. franchise point guard. He's he's the he's basically as of now is he's the Atlanta Hawks. You know, he's he's the face mm-hmm. of the Atlanta Hawks, and I think he's going to be a franchise guy for the foreseeable future. So I got Trey Young at number nine. Who'd you have at nine again? Tell me, Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. So please tell me a little bit more. Just just a little bit more about that. I think Jamal Murray's better than. Trey Young. Oh my God. You think he's better than Trey Young? Okay. Fair enough, dude. Fair enough. Okay. So Jamal Murray better than Trey Young. Who do you got number? Do you have Trey at number 10? Yeah, I had Trey at number 10. I have. Okay. Remember how I told you I was going to just absolutely shake it up with my number 10 slot? Just, just absolutely. So this guy, I think you listed where he was earlier. And I think we talked about it just completely underrating this guy. And 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 his brother, I oh. think, was was rather favored on this list. I got Lonzo freaking Ball, okay, at number ten. Lonzo Ball, a guy who has not had the usage that that I think he is capable of having in New Orleans. Now getting more of it. Now he's he's shooting the ball from three. That's another thing. The way he's transformed his jumper, transformed the way he shoots shoots from deep is another thing of its own phenomenal passer. One of the best passers in all of basketball, the scoring is coming. The rebounding is obviously there as well. He can do it all. And talking about defense, I think he's one of the better guards talking about looking at the Lakers defense years back when he was still in the Lakers, he was the heart and soul of that Lakers team and of the Lakers defense. I'm sorry. And that was, but that was back when LeBron was more of a defensive liability might, might I add, but, but still, He's a defensive guy, can pass it like like anybody's business, and the scoring 
is coming. I'm telling you, Tanner, he's going to move to a place like New York in this offseason for, for next year, have a bigger role than ever. And we're going to see all-star-like play from Lonzo Ball down the road. I don't hate it. I don't think <laughs> it be higher than Jamal Murray, like I said. I like him Bam, better than Jamal Murray. Or Bam Adebayo. I, I, okay, right now I would take Jamal Murray. But again, we're talking potential. We're talking also potential, and I think Lonzo has the potential to be better than to be better than Jamal Murray for sure. I think Jamal Murray can still be real good though. No, I th- but I think we've seen the best of him. Like we've seen what he can do at his best. I feel like that's kind of a hot take. He's like twenty three. Yeah, but what he did was phenomenal. He dropped like fifty points in in consecutive playoff games. Like this is something that's really never been done before, and. But so I, you I think Lonzo's potential is higher than that? You think Lonzo's going to drop fifty-five points in consecutive playoffs? No, game? but I think Lonzo's going to go out there. He's going to get twenty-five points and twelve assists and twelve rebounds, and 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 be a better defender as well. And I think he's going to win. I think he's going to be a, a, a bigger part to winning. Say than that Jamal Murray. one of them, one of those players has won, and one of the players. I, I'm not that big of a fan of Jamal Murray. I think. I think again. He, he was really hot. And we're talking about bubble. We're talking about the bubble. We're talking about what he did in last year's playoffs as a whole. TJ Warren was a god in, in, in those first eight games. Uh, what, what's another? Damian Lillard. I know Damian Lillard is phenomenal, but he was absolutely on, on a different level in, in that bubble. What, what, what's another player who, who was on? Just... Players played different in the bubble. Yes, I definitely think players played different. Okay, so lay off the bucks, all right? No, I, I definitely left the Bucks, but that was just like 5-1. 5-1 is a different thing, man. Giannis played four of those games, I think. Three and a half of those games, I think. At, le- at the very least, they were down 0-3 when Giannis was playing. That that's my biggest knock. Players play different in the bubble. Yeah, but Giannis just played like like you shouldn't be playing that bad in the bubble, though. You should be playing better in the bubble. Not bad. You should be playing better. And, they, and, and, and Jamal Murray played phenomenal. I'm, I'm just saying, I think Jamal is deserving on this list. I told you Lonzo's a hot take. I, I said that the first like, <laughs> it, 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 I said it's going to rock the bed a little bit for sure. I said that in the first place, to be fair. But yeah, I like Bam out of bio more than him. I like, I like Bam a lot. Man. Bam, Brandon Ingram, and Jalen Brown are the guys I was really, really debating over putting over Lonzo. But again, I, I was like, screw it. He was ranked 24th out of 25th. That is disrespect. I'm going. I'm glad balls. neither one of us had De'Aaron Fox. Whenever I said De'Aaron Fox earlier, you like defended him. No, I think he's better than like what you were saying is like what I was saying, but he's not deserving of being sixth on this list. Definitely not. I don't, again, obviously, 14. Even, yeah, I don't, I don't even. I, I think 14, like we said, that I think that would be a pretty solid spot for him. I like Trey better. I like Lonzo better. I like Lonzo better than than De'Aaron Fox. I think Lonzo down the road, at least, I have more. I I think Lonzo will be better. I think he can do more down the road, at least. I, I think I think De'Aaron is going to be his career around maybe around a 20, 20, 24, 25 point night guy, which is phenomenal. But I think Lonzo has more uh, aspects to his game. I think he might be a more of a winning player than the deer and fox we'll see we'll see but again i thought it was a hot take so we got luca zion tatum booker that's our four i got ball you had a number five. Oh, i had ben simmons so simmons at five mitch we both had mitchell at six uh so i had simmons at seven i had john morant 
I had Morant at eight. I had Lamelo Ball. I had Trey at nine. And then I had Jamal Murray. And, and then, then I had I had Lonzo at 10. Hey, maybe that's a big swing and a miss. Maybe sure, Bam is definitely better right now, no doubt. Uh, but as far as, again, we're talking potential, I think Lonzo has the potential to be an all-star. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll tweet out our lists or something. You guys maybe let us know what you think. maybe in, in hindsight, looking at Lonzo at 10 might have been. A little bit of a bet, but hey, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's roll with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep with my pick and 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 stay true. Let's talk about your team, Tanner. Let's talk about your team, the Milwaukee Bucks, a team, my team. Okay, the the Gold State Warriors just beat. Might I yet? It was only by the one point, but my Warriors did get away with the victory. Let's let's not start out with that though. Okay, let's talk about maybe, maybe they something. Didn't have Giannis. Okay. Okay. Yes. I, we, we. I should probably add that the Bucks didn't have. Let's their... take away your guys' best player. You. We'll play without Giannis. Hey. Hey. You want to take away? You want to take away our best player? I'll tell you what happens. It was last Friday, and when you guys played the Raptors, and yeah, you guys lost by fifty points. That's. What, I was like, that's what happens when Steph Curry and Draymond and Draymond, but so that's what happens when, when, when Steph Curry doesn't play. Might I add? But again, let's talk about. The Drew Holiday thing. Okay, the Drew Holiday. He, he gets extended four years up to 160. I talked about it on the live show a little bit. What what are your opening thoughts as a Milwaukee Bucks fan, Tanner? What are your thoughts on this contract extension for Milwaukee? Do you think it helps them at all chasing a title? Do you think it like as far as locking it up the locking up the roster? Like, what do you think? Like, I think it's an interesting move. I don't know if it <laughs> helps their title chances in any way. I don't know if it makes the team any better. I don't know if I want Drew Holiday as our long term for four for in four year in three years. You still think Drew Holiday? He's I, I talked about it. He, he, he's played sixty seven games, sixty five games, uh, sixty seven games more than 80, 80, 82 games. More than likely, he's going to be. You know, he's missing at least 15 games in the regular season. And like I talked about on, on the live show, he's on the Pelicans. He's in New Orleans, so he hasn't been to the playoffs. So it's not like he's getting hurt and then he's going and coming back and playing the playoffs or it's because he's playing deep in the playoffs. No, this is without trips to the postseason. He can't play in the regular season, you know? Yeah. And he's and never we, been in the big moments. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a good player. And I, good player. I, think, I think Chris Middleton's a good player. It's good player. Just, yeah. Is he great, I though? Think, I don't think either one of them are a number two option on a championship team. Yeah, that's that, that that's the question, right? That's the question. Because, But that's how they just paid him. They paid him, like, like for sure. They're, they, they didn't know. But let me ask you this. I think it was more this. It was more, we're Milwaukee, okay? We are the Milwaukee Bucks. It is hard enough to get a guy like Drew Holiday, to get a guy like Chris Middleton. So while we have him, Let's keep them here for as long as we can so we don't have someone lesser like an Eric Bledsoe. You know what I mean? At least it's Drew Holiday, yeah. not Eric Bledsoe. I think that's kind of what, what their thought of mind was. Yeah, I think they know that both those guys, both those guys are players that would rake up money in free agency if they yeah. went anywhere. It would be hot commodities anywhere. Harrison Barnes after the Warriors went and got a max contract. Yeah. Like like yeah. better than him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like like it kind of shows you how the open market players can get paid for sure on these bad teams. So but 
basketball cap's not real. So yeah, yeah you, you can, can pay the luxury tax. Exactly. You can go so, over, go over, whatever, whatever. But stars get disgruntled all the time. They're always trying to move teams every offseason. Are you hoping for a Drew Holiday trade already? I'm all, I don't even already know or a Chris Middleton trade. What are you talking about? Finding or something. It's like, dude, I feel like, dude, look what the Rockets got for James Harden. Nothing. You tell me we can't give something like that to somebody for like, I don't know. I, I can't think of a player right now who would want out. But, but your cap is, your cap is. That's not real luxury tax. No, but it is. It's somewhat real. I swear they would probably have to move one of those, or at the very least, Brooke Lopez, uh, 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 Bipor, like all, all the other significant, somewhat significant contracts, all have to go, and all your cap is between four players, which we've seen work. The Warriors won that way. They, they, yeah. they, did, they did. They did have Andre Gudala coming off the bench and Sean Livingston, but at, by that point. How much were they really getting from those? They were important pieces, but again, it was the four stars that, that were doing everything also that were making all the money. So they could do that, but they're paying 160 to Drew Holiday, 170, 100, almost 180 to, to, uh, to Chris Middleton, like 250 to, to, to Giannis. Like it's at, they're paying a, absurd amount of money. And that makes me think that, that, that I know at least that gives them more or lesser and lesser flexibility with their roster. You, you, you got to agree like they have less flexibility now in comparison to where like if holiday is on an expiring deal, people are more than likely, more than likely going to kind of take that in comparison to overpaid holiday. Why would they not extend him? That, that's a great, that's a great point. And lose him. Yeah, but but that's that's why I I hated the fact that what they gave up for him too though. Me too. Me too. I I didn't like that. I don't like that, and I don't like this. I don't like either of them, Tanner. I don't like I don't like either of them. And you're a Bucks fan, obviously. So like, what? Do you... Yeah, I mean, I don't like the moves either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to hear you say that, quite frankly. Yeah. But but. Do you think long-term Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's your big three, is, are they winning a championship in the next – they're all locked in with the next three years. So we'll say three years. Are they winning a title as constructed? But those three are your, are your three main heads, you know, the three main horsemen. That's, those are your guys. I think it's possible. Yeah, I, I do because I think Giannis is when – LeBron leaves. I think Giannis will be the best player in the NBA. Could so. be. I'm more Luca. I lean Luca. I think Luca, or I think he could be at least because of what again so, shooting the ball is so important. But Giannis is so good defensively. He's so Giannis he's really is almost on that under twenty five list. Giannis I know twenty five. He he's twenty five. Twenty six. I think he's twenty five. He's twenty five. Yeah, he's twenty five. So young, he's still getting better. I yeah. really do think, and I think Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are good enough to where they can. Okay, they they can if they can. So you're really banking up. on him. You're really banking on your guy and Giannis. Then, like you're I mean, thinking I, Giannis will, will be better than Giannis he was. Be, yes, I think Giannis gets better every year, and I think he's, okay, okay. So okay, Tanner says yes. I say heck to the no. Just because Brooklyn is not going anywhere in the next two years, 
this year and next year that they're they're not going anywhere. So and and they're not beating Brooklyn as constructed. So Brooklyn's not going anywhere. Philly, I think I think Philly at, today is better than Milwaukee. I like Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, Seth Curry. I think I they like have a better Giannis more than I like Joel Embiid. Well, there you I go. Like, there I like you go. and I like Drew Holiday and Chris Milton together more than I like Ben Simmons. You like, you like them together more than Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. That's the question. It's two and two. But I think Giannis is a step above. And then and then they have Seth Curry. They have I don't know, a, a solid center in, in Dwight Howard coming off the bench. They have the Bucks um, have good bench players too. I don't know, man. Do they really though? Do they really? Dante yeah. D, uh, or, or, or no, DJ Augustine and I don't know who's coming off your bench. DJ well, DJ Enzo plays a he's a role player. Yeah. You got uh Brooke Lopez. Lopez, sure, but you have Bobby Portis. Bobby Bobby Portis is underrated. I feel he's okay. Like. He's okay. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Bobby, but he's doing very well. Um, I, I, I like what he's doing. I like what he's doing now. Playing for Milwaukee. Yeah, he's doing good in Milwaukee. I didn't like him in Chicago, but, but I like what he's doing in Milwaukee. But overall, I I, I like Philly better. I I, I just like them we better just got as well. Jeff Teague. We got PJ Tucker. Jeff Teague is a. Mm, Shell of himself. Yeah, There's a reason yeah, right, the Celtics right, right. I'm, gave I'm, I'm, him I'm, away for oh, we do nothing. I feel like that was a oh big... PJ Tucker. Thank you. That that's a good move. That's a that that there is a solid role player. I will admit, but and Giannis's brother is getting better. Uh, don't bring up. He's on a roster. He's on a roster because his last name's Ante Dacopo. Let's be real here. Hot takes, not so hot takes. He's on a roster because his last name's. But it's because they see how. They see how he turned out, and they're like, "Hey, let's let's see if we can do something like that again." So you're right, but let's not bring Thonis or Theonis or whatever his name <laughs> in, in, into this discussion. I I like Philly better. I no doubt, no doubt though, not even bringing Philly into the equation. I no doubt like Brooklyn better, and they're not going anywhere in the next two years. They shouldn't be going anywhere. I think Philly should be getting around the same. Also, projecting players in Simmons and Simmons and and Embiid. Also, like you said, Giannis getting better. I think those two players should be getting better as well, or hopefully as well. So, I like Philly better. I I, I like them. I think I think now they're more equipped, maybe to beat a Miami. Okay, I think I think hope hopefully they can beat a Miami right now. At least I would hope. But they got a Victor Oladipo. They got Oladipo, Butler, Bam, Dragic, Hero, Robinson. They got players as well, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how much I like. Yeah, I might like the Heat more than I like the Sixers. Like long term, long term. That's what I'm saying. I like I like the Heat as well, and that's one thing going against Milwaukee in my eyes as well. So that's my thing. That's my thing. I, I don't. I think Milwaukee is in that Heat mix. Heat, I, I, Heat I don't Philly. Know if I'm saying that they will win a championship in that time. I'm saying I don't think it's impossible. I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Think, you know, in my eyes, the only way they win though is if Brooklyn either gets somehow, some way gets upset somehow, or an injury, and they and they're not at full strength. Same thing with Embiid and the Sixers, which is more than likely one of those guys go down with injury, you guys can win that way. I think I think it's going to have to be someone else's misfortune more than yours to get you to a title. You know what I'm saying? But it's possible. It's, def- it's definitely possible. It's definitely there. I think it's less likely than, than, than likely, obviously. But Tanner, 
How about that game tonight, man? How about that? That how about those I, Warriors? Like, we're just talking about how good Giannis warriors. can be. How much do you hate that chant? The Warriors. Uh, I, I, would I just I just hate the Warriors <laughs> in general. It's just like my favorite team losing to like my least favorite team. It's pretty not. It feels great. I'm feeling phenomenal, and I know it's late, but this is the highlight of my day so far, and uh, I'm really happy they get away with a must-win victory. Like you said, what, Steph had, like, 40 points? 41. 41. So, Steph has 41, you know, over overcomes the rest of his team. Do you, do you have the stats? I do have the stats. If you want to look at it. What's up? What's up with Wiseman? How many points did he have? He had 13. Uh, and 10 only 13. Dude, he had that in like the first half, though. So it's like, what are you doing in the second half? Or if, if he played even 25 played. minutes. Okay, so he didn't play in the second half. There's my answer. Steve Kerr, what the heck are you doing, dude? Are you playing? Like, he gets bailed out by Steph in, in these victories. Steph isn't going to win every game. And that's why we see the Warriors' record as they are. No adjustments. Okay, no adjustments. They're, they're playing like they have Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant out there, Andre Godala. And it's, it's Kelly Uber Jr., Andrew Wiggins, and Damian Lee. It's like, guys, this we got to make some adjustments here. And I, and I really think that has been the biggest issue for them is lack of adjustment. Also, it's like, are, are they chasing wins, Steve Kerr, or are, you, or are you, you know, developing James Wiseman at 18 minutes per game? Like, what the heck? The Warriors needed this win kind of too with the Sixers hurt and the with James Harden getting hurt. You mean, you mean the Bucks needed – yeah, that's from it. Yeah. Okay. The, the Bucks needed to win tonight. I was hoping the Bucks could jump they, they up in the standings. The game, yeah, they need to gain ground on Philly and uh, Brooklyn, or else. Because as gonna, of now, away they, they don't have Miami home. in the first round. No way! Would they really? Yes. That's tough. That's a tough first round, man. You better hope Miami drops or bumps up. Because I think you guys are going to be the third, the third seed. I think you're pretty locked in at that third seed. No. In my eyes. I think you are. In. I know. I, I and beads back, so I think they're going to win. Brooklyn KD could be. You're. May, I don't think Brooklyn's really going to fall off. You know that's that's your hope too. I don't think I don't think they're going to fall off, and I don't think I don't see a surge necessarily coming from you guys. Like I said, this is a must-win game. Not a must-win, but like a. A, a, a nice, you know, I mean, to, to at least right now, no Giannis. It's a one point game. You're that close in the standings. Like you said, for the Warriors, this, this was a must win game. Every game now going forward is a must win for this Golden State team. Now, uh, I think, I think still, still in 10th, I believe, in the standings, the Warriors are, but the Pelicans, the Kings, breathing down their neck right right behind them for sure so every, every win matters and this was no doubt a more important win for the warriors i think though in comparison to the bucks so don't feel too bad don't be like oh no we're not gonna Giannis didn't play like i said didn't really count i think it counts but but you know you're right though they didn't have their best player we know what happens when the warriors don't have their best player they're completely different teams uh, Middleton had a nice game, did he not? Started the game well. How'd Holiday play? That's what I'm more interested in. The guy who just got that fat paycheck. He played well. He uh, he was our leading guy on stats. Hold on, let me check. He had so, 29. Oh no way! Yeah, he had. 
the last week or so, I think he's averaging over five three. I think he's averaging over twenty six. Yeah, he was Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Yeah, exactly. So that's a great point. He's balling, man. He's balling, and when when he is at his best, he's a very good player, a very very good player. Is he going to be able to sustain that in the playoffs? That's the question. I sure hope so. Is he going to stay healthy? I sure hope so as well. Tanner, I will say right here, I'll be the first one to say I was wrong if Milwaukee wins wins it all, gets to the finals. If they not even looking, we'll, we'll see at their we'll see their route. If they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, I I might be super impressed with Milwaukee this year. We'll see we'll see what their route is like. Like you said, might have Miami in the first round, right? So. So it could be a really tough route, and if they do end up end, end up going that far, I think that will be a success. We will see, and they and they will need both of those guys to step up. The Warriors, though, like I said, not even a must win because they they're in the tenth slot, Tanner. They're not in the third slot. Like you're the luxury of your Milwaukee. Oh, I want to be the one slot. I want to be the two seed. The Warriors, like, hey, I want to be in the postseason. No, not even, not even. I want to have a chance to be in the postseason be in the play-in game you're, you're not even you know necessarily guaranteed a playoff spot you know you, you have to play you have to win two play games at playoff spot exactly exactly so playoff to the playoffs I, I i love the play-in tournament that's a thing that's a segment maybe for another day because those play-in tournaments i think are going to be are going to be intense are going to be something to watch and, and again as of last year same thing of last year the playoff race or, or the eighth seed race kind of i think it's going to be just as close if not even closer because now the east is is neck and neck in in that eighth spot as well so mm-hmm. so I, I i think keep your eyes on that uh but tanner overall drew holiday extends with milwaukee 33 and a half million per year I, I don't like the move overall. We'll see how it plays out with them down, you know, down, down the line. Hopefully he can stay healthy in this year's playoffs. And any, any closing remarks regarding your guy and drew and your, and your Milwaukee bucks. I hope it works out. <laughs> Tanner's. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no I don't see, I'm not super confident. Yeah. So not, he's, he's kind of at my, you, as far as your title hopes, are kind of my hopes for making the playoffs. So our standards are a little different right now, but we're both in in our own stressful situations of themselves. Either way, either way, Tanner, go Warriors. Am I right? At least I got away with this victory. Go Warriors. Fantastic game tonight. And uh, I think that's going to be it for this week's episode. As far as what's coming forward in this in, in this week of sports, uh, obviously MLB opening opening day uh, oh, this, yeah, was this past week? week. So so if you're a huge Let's baseball go guy, yeah, go go Cards for sure. Uh, go Yankees. Growing up, I was a Yankee fan. As of as of late, ah, well, sure sure sure. Uh, but I I, t- I tend to go more local now. But yeah, go Cards. Uh, go go O'Fallon, Missouri Hoots. Right, go go Hoots. Uh, yeah. t- a team I'll be broadcasting this summer uh, as an intern. So go go Hoots. Go Cardinals opening day this week for baseball. More than likely. Lots of NBA games going on. Yeah, so there's probably going to be a baseball game on TV if you're wanting that. Always going to be NBA games. And then like Tanner, we talked about earlier in the show, less than three weeks. No, oh, sorry, a little bit over three weeks uh, away from the uh, NFL draft now as well. So keep your eyes on those trades, on those rumors, because Atlanta, right, Tanner, watch Atlanta uh, at that number four slot, a team for sure. Uh, we could see moving down. Yeah, and only about a month left. Getting pretty close. 
to the end of the NBA season. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're we're, we're coming. Yeah, we're playoff we're, push. And I want to ask you this: not not now, but maybe in another show. Playoff dark horse teams, right? Hmm. Then playoff. What, start thinking. I want you to start thinking about this. What are some teams? Obviously, dark horse. You know what that means. Team you don't you wouldn't necessarily expect to win the finals. Maybe your Milwaukee Bucks is your dark horse. We'll have to see. But dark horse team, you fans out there, start thinking as well. Dark horse team to win it all. Like Tanner said, a little bit about a, about a month left in the regular season or so. So home stretch here. Uh, start start thinking about who who you like in this year's playoffs. Start thinking about who you like maybe even as a sleeper. LA's been banged up. I'm not loving the Clippers too much. The Nets have played seven total games together, right? The the East is a, is, is a question mark. Who knows who's going to win it all this year? If everyone's healthy, I, I think we can assume who's going to get there. But again, n- n- nothing is promised in, the, in this league. And uh, Dark Horse is definitely something I think we got to start thinking about, Tanner. But overall, I think that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Deuce Talking Sports. Sounds good. As far as everyone listening, thank you all for your continued support. Go follow us on Twitter, dudes talking underscore pod, whatever platform you're listening on. Go give us a follow, a subscribe, a comment, a like, wherever you're like, wherever you're uh, listening. Go show us some love. Uh, we appreciate everyone's support. Thank you for listening week in and week out. That's Tanner File. I'm Casey Foreman. Thank you guys for listening.